That third failure in a row, mm -hmm. did you think, I need to pack this in? Never. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Hey, it's Tristan Larson, host of the Progressing Humanity podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you some realizations I've had from traveling over to Silicon Valley and Palo Alto, which, by the way, every time I travel, I get some type of new realization about uh, my life and my business and my situation. I highly recommend traveling someplace at least once a month for at least a few days, no matter what you have going on, because you'll come back with completely different perspectives on what you're doing. So I want to share three realizations I had after traveling for three days. The first realization is that I have been grossly underestimating the amount of volume it's going to take in order to get the user growth for my software that I want. And what I did is I sat down and did the math on the amount of partnerships that we've been landing, and I figured out that for every 300 uh, messages, three to 500 messages we send, we get one partnership. And currently, we've been sending an average of three to 500 messages, and we've been landing about one partnership per day on average recently. And I came to the realization that what we need to do is 10x the amount of partnerships that we're getting per day by 10xing the amount of people that we have on our team pursuing partnerships. So what we're doing is we're hiring 10 full-time people who are just sending messages every day, three to 500 messages per day, and using that as a strategy to 10x our partnerships. Because the reality is it takes a lot more volume to achieve what you want than you realize. You're probably underestimating by a large amount the amount of action it's going to take to achieve your goals, especially if they're big goals. So that's the first thing. Increase the amount of volume you're putting out. Find a way to 10x what you're doing. Because we have a team in Serbia, we can hire people for $300 a month to do this. And uh, that's a big advantage that we have. And that's what we're going to be doing. Now, the second realization is that when I was in Palo Alto, I met someone who had just recently exited a company for around 400 to $500 million in revenue. And we were just sitting in this coffee shop. I was talking to two of my best friends, Caleb and Ryan O'Donnell, and uh, he overheard our conversation in this coffee shop in Palo Alto, and he you know, started talking to me. And long story short, he has a friend who recently exited a company and sold it for over a billion dollars in revenue to a very big exchange. And he did an email introduction between me and that person. And it just goes to show that you want to put yourself in situations where you have a return on luck or a higher chance of getting a return on luck. Now, what does that mean? It means go to places or think about how you can put yourself in positions to get lucky. We went to Palo Alto to change our environment for a few days and kind of expand our thinking because that happens every time I travel. I get new ideas 
figure out how to improve a problem I've been working on and, and kind of stuck in that problem. I, it, it's immensely valuable every single time I do it. But the reason why we chose Palo Alto is because we thought that there is possibilities for spontaneous run-ins with other people in Silicon Valley. You hear those stories, and it turns out those stories are true. And go, you know, go to a conference where your customers are. Travel to some place. You know, if you're if you're in finance and you don't live in New York, go to New York. Go to Billionaire Row. Go to that penthouse party. Put yourself in positions where you can have a return on luck. Schedule conversations with people who've already done what you want to do. If you're trying to grow your fast from a million to 10 million, find a bunch of people on LinkedIn who have already done that. Try to either pay them for their time or maybe they'd be nice enough to actually allow you to speak to them um, if you have a good enough value proposition and you seem like a valuable enough person for them to connect with and put yourself in situations where you can learn from people who are already where you want to be or where you can get lucky because you can engineer luck. One thing that uh, Jim Collins, one of Jeff Bezos' mentors, talks about in one of his books that isn't a book that's that well uh, talked about, and the name is escaping me right now, um, but he talks about a research study he did on luck. And, you know, how much, how much does luck play a part in the success of companies in the study? That's really what he was doing. And he found that the companies that were successful had the same amount of luck events as the companies were, that were unsuccessful. The difference between the most successful companies and the companies that completely flopped is return on luck. There is the same amount of luck events. All of us are born right now during a time of AI, during a time of Web3, during a time of robotics, in a time where if you're a pioneer in one of these areas and you focus on it for 10 to 20 years, you can be the overnight success that people see today in Web2 companies. The opportunity exists for all of us right now. You just need to figure out how to engineer your environment so you put yourself in a position where you not only get lucky, but then be ready to capitalize on luck. Meaning, for example, if I met this person in that coffee shop and I was not articulate and I was not someone who was competent in what I'm building and I came across as someone who you know, maybe uh, was lost or didn't know what they were trying to achieve or didn't have a goal, then that conversation would not have had the same outcome that it did. But because I already built this company, because I was already articulate, because I'd already been pitching VCs, when the opportunity came to me, I was able to get a return on that luck by articulating what we're building in a way that's persuasive and in a way that and, and be able to connect with someone in a way that leads to the thing that I want. You know, something that that is a return on my luck. Now, the third thing I realized is that we are not doing 
what we're currently doing as well as we could. Specifically, our main acquisition strategy is partnerships. So what I did is I sat down and I, I wrote down the four factors necessary to be successful with partnerships. And number one is the volume of partnerships we're getting per day. Number two is the quality of the promotion those partners are doing. Number three is the frequency those partners are promoting us. And number four is the size of those partnerships. So I basically wrote down the main factors, and you can do this for anything, the main four factors that are determinant in our success. And if we can tweak these four factors, then we can maximize the probability that we get the outcome that we want. And I first wrote down those four factors, and then I, I, I sat down and I wrote a question for each one. And that's how can we get better quality of partnerships? How can we get a higher volume of partnerships? How can we land larger partnerships? And how can we increase the frequency that of each partnership, right? So then I went and I started thinking and doing some research on how to do each thing. How do other companies do partnerships? How have other SaaS companies landed uh, partnerships with big, big projects? I started doing some research. I started looking through Twitter. I started uh, just brainstorming ideas and writing some notes on how to tweak each factor. I asked my team in our Slack channel, how can we do each of these things? Be prepared to answer each of these four things um, in, our, in our meeting on Friday, right? And you can do this for anything. But taking an hour to just think and just write and just boil things down into their fundamental principles, play with those factors, think, research, figure out solutions for making what you're doing even better by asking yourself those questions and talking to your team. And I'll let you know what the outcome is going to be of us doing this. But we can see ways for us to improve what we're doing by 10x. Like the solution I shared with you at the very beginning with hiring uh, 10 times more people to send messages and book, uh, book partnerships for us. So anyway, I hope this was valuable. My name is Tristan Larson, host of the Progressing Humanity podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Suited. Download our crypto scam blocker to stay safe from crypto scams. It's just like ad blocker, but it blocks crypto scams. So if you're in the space, you're sending crypto to people, you're minting NFTs, you need this before you send crypto to someone so you can type in their wallet address, get their trust score. Or if you're minting an NFT, you need this to get the trust score of that NFT project before you mint it. And also to avoid phishing websites and impersonators and all these other types of scams happening in the space that led to $14 billion being stolen last year. So it's free. Blockum.io is the site you want to go to. And thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Progressing Humanity Podcast.